Hey everybody, welcome to Midwest Wed, everything you need to know about weddings in the Midwest, brought to you by local experts. I'm Melanie. And I'm Anne. And, and we're, we're the Midwest, Midwest Wed. All right. Today is episode nine, oh and gosh. I can't believe we have gotten this far on our podcast. Cheers to all of our um, less than 100, but more than 25 followers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so we're, we're pretty consistent. I know who you are. I have messages from you, and we appreciate that you listen. Um, I'm just going to say what everybody else's podcast that I listen to, you should rate and review us on iTunes. Oh. Because I think that yeah. that's cool. But, you know, only say nice things about us because online reviews are slightly we're just, we're daunting. We're just hustling out here, trying a little bit. Newbies, <laughs> don't rate us like we're some kind of Jenna Kushner's of the world that do this for a living. Yeah. And we're, we just got a microphone. We just got a microphone. We're both running businesses. This is a little bit of a side gig. So hopefully the sound quality is good and that you think we're kind of funny because we think we're kind of funny. And the information and is knowledgeable. Hopefully you're learning something. Yeah. Yep. Thanks so, for tuning along. Um, so today we're going to talk about save the dates, engagement pictures, that type of stuff. Fun. So Anne. Do you know when save the dates should typically be given, be sent out? Okay, so <laughs> from what I've been told, I believe that they should be sent out by nine months before the wedding. If you're having a local wedding, right? But local you should send them out having a local wedding, yeah, even earlier if you're a doing a destination wedding, or b you're having your wedding where you live, but most of your guests don't live there. Correct. Then you're looking at more of like the twelve month rule. Sure. Um. So that kind of gives you an idea of when to do it. I mean, granted, if you're doing something last minute and you have to send it out six months in advance or three months in advance, that's that's fine, too. But There's you don't no want to read it too wrong. close to your invites because then it's kind of like, what's the point? Right. Um, what do you include on your save the dates? Other than, obviously, Obviously, the, the date, date so that they save it because mm-hmm. what's the point? Um, the location? Uh, the location, maybe. I mean, if... We just put our city and state because we were doing a destination. Okay. I guess I don't know if you need to give, like, the actual venue. I would say that I would say good. don't. After it's... my experience when my venue closed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we had to find a new venue. Just put the city in the state. I mean, obviously, like we talked about, like, before you set your date, you should have your venue booked. So when you're sending out Save the Dates, you should have your venue booked. Right. So if you want to put it on there, you could. I don't think you need to. I think people just need to know, like, where they're going. So it could just say... Bismarck, North Dakota, or yeah, Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, or wherever that is. <laughs> Geography is not our strong point, apparently. Today, <laughs> buy me the ticket and I will be there. Don't need to know where it is. Um, the other thing I think that should be on there is your names, because, like for my example, a lot of my mom's family lived out in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and so they never met Tyson beforehand. Oh, sure. You know, so like, oh, that's Melanie and her fiance Tyson. You know, um, I don't think that's a real common thing that people don't know. But, I mean, if you're, ex- you're it's standing like, out to a very expanded family. When you think of what a save the date looks like, if it's going to be, like, a photo of you guys, it would make sense for it to not just say save the date. It mm-hmm. should say, like, save the date for Melanie and Tyson's wedding with the date and then Bismarck, yep. North Dakota or wherever the wedding is going to be. I think those are the key things that need to be on the save the date. If you're doing, like, a wedding website, you could always put that on there, like, hey, Check out our website here for more information to come. Um, I think that's really handy. Sure. I, it kind of just depends on how much stuff you want to put on there. You could already put, you know, like a hotel information. If you're doing a destination wedding or a travel oh, sure. agent, you know, then you would say, you know, contact 
curated travel now to start making arrangements if you are a super planner. Yeah. I mean, there, you can, it's as much or as little as you want. Um, and then you have to talk about, are you going to send it out electronically or are you going to print it out? So we've debated this a little bit before. I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or just like in conversation. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I can see both sides to this. I can see the perk of electronic. Because, Budget, money saver. Yeah, huge money saver. Um, that's kind of the big perk in my mind of electronic. But the big cons to me in electronic is, okay, first of all, getting everybody's email addresses is just as much as getting everybody's physical address, I think. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even harder because, like, most people of our parents' generations have a lot of addresses saved, but they might not have email addresses saved. Then you got to worry about junk mail. What if it goes into somebody's spam folder because they work at, like, the hospital and, you know, it's got a blocker. Yeah. Um, Also, you've got... You've got three types of people in the world. You've got people that check their email and check their spam and read all of their emails. And, you know, those people are more organized than I am. Then you have people like me who just have... Let's see here. I'll just pull up my phone and tell you. This is not my work email. I need to preface that. I do check my work email. But I currently have 12,756 oh <laughs> emails in my personal email. <laughs> I'm getting anxiety just thinking about that. I, like, can't show the front of my phone to some people because it just, yeah, sets their anxiety through the roof. And then you have some people, like my father, who don't understand what an electronic invite is, and so he might think it's junk mail, or he might not know where it came from or what it is, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have people that are even older than our parents' generation, or grandparents, or maybe older aunts and uncles, that sort of thing, that just, like, straight up don't understand email. Yeah, they're like, are they just trying to get my information? What is this? Right. Um, so I think electronic can be very good if you're saving money, but it can also be a really big hassle and a headache if you have a lot of people that aren't going to understand how to do it. And going back to, you know, moving forward with, going back, moving forward, <laughs> going forward to, like, real wedding invitations, you're going to have a lot of people that maybe don't respond on time, don't get it. Um, I think there'd be a lot of hassles, but if you're looking to save money, that is one big area you can save money on. Very true. Um, physical then, do you, like, I love when I get magnets because I put them on my fridge. I use them forever. I mean, I still have a ton of magnets from like 2015, 2014 weddings that I've gotten. I think they're lifelong handy. Um, the one thing I've heard about magnets, which maybe this is just a fluke, but I've heard in the past that if you're not putting them in, like, the right kind of envelope or something like that, that they, like, stick to each other oh, in the no. mailbox, and so then, like, a bunch of people don't get them. Oh, I never even thought of that. <laughs> That's so, weird. I mean, it's it definitely worth asking. I like the idea of magnets, too, because I, like, it yeah, I keep It did cost me more to send a magnet than to, co- to send a regular invite because it was heavier. That makes sense. And then you can also think, too, like, postcard versus, like, letter. Yep. You know, because postcards are cheaper to mail. Your cha- your stamp is less. And then they're also, you're not paying for envelopes. You're right. just paying for the postcard. So, again, so, money saver there. Yeah. Um, personally, I love physical stuff because I keep every single, like, birth announcement, graduation card, Christmas cards from everybody, and I have them in, like, folders and boxes, and I have them organized by, like, year and everything, and I love to look back on them. 
I don't know why. I'm like a so sentimental yeah, person. <laughs> um, but I mean, I know I'm not the I know I'm not the only person that does it. Like my mother in law, she has like Paige and Eddie who were in our giveaway mm-hmm. for them last year. Um, she has Paige's graduation card sitting up in her dining room in like a glass case. <laughs> and I'm like, who is that? That's Paige from like High what? school. Me? 2008? What? <laughs> so, I mean, I think that, like, a lot of people enjoy physical. And it, I think, again, it just depends on the group of people that you're inviting to your wedding. If it, the, if your family lives in the tech age and you think they would all appreciate the email more or would be fine with the email and or you are indifferent, yeah, you might be able to just, like, as long as you're not going to upset somebody for getting an email versus, like, a physical one. Hey, Aunt Susie got a physical one, and I just got this email thing I don't get to save. <laughs> True. I mean, I don't know if people would get annoyed with it by that, but it would be an option as well. So then it comes down to, like, what are you putting on it? What, are you like, going to use Are you gonna use a photo, or does it just say words on it? Or I think photos are good because it kind of gives people an idea of who they are if they've never met the other person, you know? True. Um... But then photo, you got to think about, are you wasting your entire engagement session on that? Are you doing a mini session? Are you doing a picture that somebody took during your proposal? Are you using something that was on a recent trip or just something you took on your phone? Because when you start taking phone photos and blowing them up, they can lose their quality real fast. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't think about that when they're traveling and they're just snapping away on their iPhones. And it's like, yeah, and then you try and print it as an 8x10 or... doesn't work. Yeah, it's, it's real grainy and real ugly. So, I mean, we talked a little bit about this uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast when we were talking about timeline, and I really like the idea, and I hadn't really thought of it until you brought it up, of saving your engagement session for your, like, preferred time of year, Mm -hmm. you know, which I feel like in North Dakota is not winter for most people, (laughs) even though a lot of people get engaged in the winter. So saving those for, like, spring or early summer or something like that, and then just doing a mini session to get a photo for the engagement or for the save the date. And also mini sessions can be great to try out different photographers too. Like oh, that's if you true. don't have a photographer in mind and you're like, I'm playing between these two, book a mini session with one or both of them and see, you know, if their style works for you. Cause sometimes people are like, I really like this look on Pinterest and then they want to hire a photographer based off their name and they don't shoot that way. Mm-hmm. And then you have already paid a deposit. So you're either stuck with that style for like photography or you then end up spending more to book another photographer. And I feel like mini sessions are so affordable. They're really fun because you don't, like, feel that pressure of, like... And guys love them because they're short. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you can include animals. I mean, in mine, anyways. I love pets. And Except I've, for snakes. I've done multiple mini sessions. Anything. <laughs> you can bring your dogs to Mel's mini sessions, but not your snakes. Absolutely <laughs> freaking not. Spiders and snakes, I will just, like, not even get out of my car. I see you get out with a box with a snake in it. No. Any creature that fits in a box. Here's your deposit back. I am done. <laughs> Count me out. I'm going to have nightmares for days. Uh, I've done multiple mini sessions with photographers that offer promos, and I just do them with my dogs. I'm not even getting married. I just like to have pictures of my dogs that I can hang on my walls. Like Ethan's one of your dog in the air. Or I'm just, like, Simbaing him yes. up into the, the cherry blossoms. I love that picture, though. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think they're really fun, and they're a great way to get, like, more photos. And then even when you think about, like, printing photos for hanging in your house, it's like then you have some winter photos from this mini session, but you have a ton of photos from spring or summer when you decide to do your engagement session, and Mm -hmm. then you have this, like, mixture of different outfits, different time of year, that kind of stuff. I think 
makes it almost more fun in your house and you're not just hanging up like 12 photos from the same day of your life. <laughs> right. And then like with engagement pictures, you know, they're usually an hour long session. So you can use multiple outfits, multiple different locations. Um, and there's, there's different ways that you can go about it. You know, you could either have it styled by like your decorator who's going to be decorated in your wedding so that all of your colors from your engagement session match the color palette for your wedding. Or you can just... there's planners that help with that, mm -hmm. too. Yeah, there's so many ways you can... Like, it's really how much effort and how much thought you want to put into it. Or you could just show up in blue jeans and a button-down and rock that look, too. And those work, those turn out fine, too. Um, but, yeah, I do like the idea of considering, like, what your wedding is going to look like. Because the photos of your engagement session are going to end up being on display at your wedding. Whether yeah. it's just, like at your guest book table or somewhere in the cocktail hour a lot of times those photos are going to be used if not on the invite they're going to be used at the physical wedding so it's good to think about like making sure that your outfits kind of almost coordinate with mm -hmm. the decor or right. with the setting I also think that I don't you know preach this enough but really this is probably the one time that you're going to spend a lot of money on good photography and it's going to be just the two of you because your mm -hmm. wedding day, you're in a wedding dress. You know, you can't really use all those pictures forever. After that, it's probably a maternity session or a family session. Then you're including kids. So it's really the only time that the two of you get to be intimate together and just the two of you. Because when you start taking family pictures, a lot of times kids are so crazy that <laughs> if you get a picture of just, you know, the parents together by themselves, they're like, whoa, did that just happen? A miracle. <laughs> yeah. Where did my kid go? <laughs> you know? Um, so really embrace that this is you know, a stepping stone in your life and don't try and rush past it. For sure. So outfits, but again, you can save money by not doing <laughs> engagement pictures if I you suppose. find a photographer that offers a package. I feel like so many photographers in Bismarck are included in the I package. I make mine do it just because I want to get to know them better and I don't want to show up True. on their wedding day and be like, nice to meet you and then have to explain like what a film camera is or how I shoot or Which why I'm not. be another things. Yeah. thing to list as a pro mm -hmm. for your engagement session. Um, or if you, you do a mini session and then say you book that photographer for your wedding as well, then you're getting to spend time with them at the mini session and the engagement session. And I think there isn't enough that can be said about like being comfortable with your photographer right. on your wedding day. Your photos are just going to be 10 times better if you're not comfortable with your photographer. You're not meeting them the day mm -hmm. of your wedding, that sort of thing. I don't know if that actually happens, but I mean, it, it might. does with people that don't want to like spend the money for the engagement session or I don't know I get once in a while I'll get a random request like hey I really like your packages but could you knock some money off if we didn't do an engagement session with you and just had somebody else do it and I'm like nope either you use it or you lose it because I want to get to know you oh true okay so whether it be styled by your decorator or even just yourself or your planner or your photographer might have some input or if you're just kind of personally picking out clothes and going with the flow, next would come choosing locations and what you should expect from your photographer and from those locations. And yeah, how does that work? Don't, well, like picking you, out locations, I usually say what, what style are you looking for? Do you want more outdoors, going outdoors? Would you rather have like a bunch of trees in the background? Do you want the river? Do you want the badlands? Do you want like horses? What do you field, want? Yeah. What, what is your style? Um, from there, I'll send them, like, examples of different locations. Um, the other thing is people, I don't know if they just get, like, really antsy about their pictures, but I will not shoot if it's raining. And if there's, like, any hint of rain, I'm not going to shoot because I'm not a dark photographer. Oh, you need My the stuff sun. is 
bright and airy. Yeah. And so if it's cloudy out, it's going to look cloudy. If it's cold out, you're going to look cold. I'm like a very natural photographer and I always tell my clients like I would rather reschedule you to a perfect day than force you to take this day because on your wedding day, we can't control any any of the how rushed you are getting ready to take your pictures, what the weather's like, the wind, you know, your engagement session, you you get to pick and right. you want everything perfect. I mean, and I think that that would be another reason or thing to think about when you're choosing your photographer too. Like, like you said, some people get so stuck on the name of the photographer mm-hmm. or that so-and-so use them, so I should use them. I, Which you your know. personalities could be different too. Like, don't right. book somebody just, be, just because your friend did. Like, get to know them too. Yeah, definitely. Don't be afraid to, like, interview your photographers. <laughs> or to look at full portfolios of their work. Yeah, because like, definitely. There's, a, there's photographers that will, like, put their best 10 images out there and blow up everything they've got with these best 10 images. But then you try and look at a ceremony picture where it's dark or the circumstances aren't ideal and their, their, their quality of photos are so bad. I mean, I used to, when I would get an inquiry, just send out full galleries to anybody who inquired because I want them to see the full, full aspect of yeah. my day. Um, I since haven't really done that just because I'm... That's got to be kind of overwhelming. It is. And, it, <laughs> and people like don't either, they don't look through it or like some of my wedding clients are like very private. They're like, I don't want everybody to see my whole wedding day. True. Um, but if a client were to ask me, I would definitely sit down and show them, like, here's a wedding that happened at that exact location during that time of year, and this is what you can expect. I mean, I have nothing to hide. For sure. So just, like, knowing what kind of location you want and talking about that with your photographer, because whether you want it to be, like, super rustic and outdoors, whether you want it to be urban and in downtown or... Ooh, black suits. Yep, something, like, you know, more edgy or modern, or whether you're wanting... An in-home session where you're... In-home sessions are tricky, though, because people always find these things on Pinterest, and they're like, oh my god, I love this, and then you walk into their house, and you're like, you do not have any, like, good furniture like or that. Or natural light. Or, or natural lighting, like and your house is really, really small, and you want me to pretend like you have this wide open floor space, and like these huge white cushioned couches and all this stuff, but you've got a leather couch, and like, your pictures aren't going to look the same, because you don't have the same house. I'm not going to lie, I feel like... The, some of the in-home sessions you're seeing online are actually studio sessions set up to look like a house, which is very <laughs> possible. <laughs> but either way, or maybe you have a super adorable house. Uh, and so I think just discussing all of those options with your photographer and getting on the same page is going to make your photos turn out awesome. Yeah, just be realistic with your expectations. You can't have a Pinterest-worthy photo shoot if you don't put in the effort. And know that like a lot of those Pinterest things are not... From one shoot. Pinterest like, is not real life. No. Newborn sessions would kill me because people want like these 15 different newborn sessions. This is why I don't do newborns um, in a studio setting anymore. I only do lifestyle with them because they wanted like 15 different poses that take like an hour just to get the baby to sleep and like calm into that one pose. And then it's like, here's five different kids over the course of how many different sessions. Like, no, that is not realistic in one session. Right. Pinterest. <laughs> Okay, what's the turnaround time for photos like that? Uh, mini sessions, I usually turn around in like two days. I don't shoot mini sessions in film. Oh, okay. Um, just because the cost, my overhead cost of film to buy the film, um, ship it out, and, it and have it a done. Lot longer, yeah. yeah, my my film turnaround time is usually about a week and a half to two weeks. Um, like a week and a half for them to get it back to me, and then like half a week for me to process it and get it back. So, regular engagement sessions are like two weeks. Weddings are like three weeks. Um. But if it's just a quick mini session, I can get those done in like two days. 
but for sure, if Mel is not your photographer, be very sure to ask your photography. Yeah, a lot photographer. of photographers don't like name like, oh, it's this. It's like a very vague like, oh, we'll get him back in like under three months or ish. And then make sure that you read that portion of your contract. This yes. isn't necessarily about engagement photos. It could relate to engagement photos, but your wedding photos as well. Mm-hmm. They may say to you, our usual turnaround time is two to three months. But if it says in your contract that they have up to nine months to turn your photos in, (laughs) that just shows you that it could take up to nine months. So not only ask, but also read your contract. Yeah. I mean, read any contract you sign, let's be honest. And even question it. Like, I think mine says approximately three weeks, but I have a clause in there that says it could take long. Just make sure when it comes to turnaround time that if Mel isn't your photographer and you're using one of the other amazing pho- photographers in Bismarck, and North we have Dakota, a ton. there's so many. And a lot of photographers, if they're booked for your date, they will refer you to someone else that's local. So community over competition. Yes. Yeah. Words to live by. And that's why all of our vendors in the giveaway are local. But just make sure that you're asking your photographer what your turnaround time is, what the what their usual turnaround time is, but then also make sure you're reading that contract because it may say average time is two to three months, but they have up to a year to make sure that you get them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there isn't even a deadline. So make sure you're reading that contract because if that's not something you're comfortable with, it needs to be discussed before you sign the contract, not afterwards. If you have questions, don't be afraid to ask. Yes. So the like last thing we kind of wanted to touch on when it comes to engagement photos is their overall use. I think people kind of see engagement sessions on contracts for photographers and are like, yeah, can I just not do that and save money? (laughs) And I'll just have my best friend take a photo of us with her smartphone for our invites. And the answer is obviously you can do that, but it's not just invites that you need save the date photos for. Right. I mean, these, these engagement style pictures can be used in your house. Like you said, at lifelong touching back on like that whole stepping stone. Um, you know, I still look back at my engagement pictures. In fact, we still have an engagement picture hanging up in our house. Um, and it's truly one of the only pictures that me and Tyson have just the two of us. Because I feel like every time I take a picture with them, it's either a quick selfie or we've got kids running around us. Or kids in the picture, you know. Right. Or I'm pregnant. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not replicating our, like, our relationship to the fullest. Right. I'm not always pregnant. <laughs> and it really does just, like, mark the time in your life. Like, I think that engagements can be so stressful and they're so full of planning they're rushed and rushed a lot of the times that's a great word to use um but I think that the engagement session should be fun and it should document this time in your life as like a very special time yes embrace the engagement don't you know I mean it's easy to look past engagement and think oh I'm getting married and we're gonna build our life together but embrace this time together just the two of you yeah for sure All right, with that, this has been the Midwest Wed, everything you need to know about weddings in the Midwest, brought to you by local experts. I'm Melanie. And I'm Anne. Cheers. Cheers.